One of the most interesting people I've discovered recently is a man by the name of James Reese Europe. And he's not a household name now, but between 1905 and 1915, if you were in New York, he was one of the most popular and well-known band leaders in contemporary entertainment at that time. Now, James Reese um, was a trained pianist, and he also played violin, and he wrote music, and he could sing, and he was just a really a real jack-of-all-trades, a guy who had tremendous vision. He comes up at a time when most contemporary black music or African-American music was spirituals or based on the blues, but this new kind of music, which is really takes the country by hold, the turn of the century is called ragtime. He eventually forms a ragtime dance ensemble, and uh, his music was very, very popular. Unfortunately, we have no recordings of his group until about 1913, and then some recordings shortly made before he passed in 1919. So his music's not jazz, it's what I call pre-jazz, but it has all the earmarks of what we call African-American music. It has the high degree of syncopation, a little tinge of the blues, but his music in a lot of ways was a little more European in the way it was presented. He was also involved with black performers who were on Broadway at this time, a man by the name of Noble Sissel. He knew U.B. Blake and all these other amazing characters that, unfortunately, today we don't know much about them or they're not really given their due. But uh, James Reese Europe had this wonderful group, and through playing society parties, he was able to meet a young dance couple by the name of Vernon and Irene Castle. And Vernon and Irene are really responsible for a type of dance that we call today ballroom dancing. If you have to remember the 19th century when people danced, they were not allowed to touch. There was no suggestive movements and it was just kind of this herky-jerky kind of dance that really had no sexual overtones. But this young couple, they're very attractive and they're developing these new dance steps. The foxtrot, the turkey trot, all these kinds of dances. And they happen to meet James Reese Europe, uh, he's performing at an, an event, and they strike up a conversation. One thing leads to another, and they choose James Reese to be their musical director. This young couple were international celebrities. They were giving dance exhibitions all over the country and all over the world. And James Reese is right with them, providing music and conducting the band. And so the music and the dance went hand in hand. So he rides this meteoric rise to popularity. He's booking bands all over the United States and especially New York City. But it was through his association with the castles and this new type of dance that was later known as ballroom dancing that James Reshirb first you know, becomes very popular. He's also performing on Broadway. This is an era between 1900 and about 1910. It sometimes known as the golden era of black Broadway productions. They had what they were called reviews. They weren't shows like No No Nanette that had a through composed theme. These were just collections of songs and dances and short comedic acts that all had music. And James Reese Europe was the one who was conducting and putting these things together and was involved 
involved with this incredible dynasty that we know very little about unless you go back into the history books. And there's great documentation of pictures. Unfortunately, there's no recordings, but there are some wonderful accounts of people who went to these programs, and the music was great. This all predates the Harlem Renaissance. Many of the people involved with James Reese Europe in this early golden era of Black Broadway really become household names during the Harlem Renaissance, which, of course, is between about 1920 and 1929. People often forget about James Reese Europe because he's one of the musical architects of what later is going to become known as the big band style. When you listen to Reese Europe's band, it's this very stiff, ragtimey rhythm. And, of course, the singing style doesn't sound like Louis Armstrong or any blues singers. It sounds much more European. He was incredibly popular in the city of New York and unfortunately passed away in 1919. A very interesting aside is that when the United States entered World War I, he enlisted, as did many Americans and black Americans enlisted. He was put in charge of an army, I think it was a 369th um, Army Band, and it was also known as the Hellfighters Squadron, and they were stationed in France. It was one of the first black units that saw actual combat in World War II, so he distinguished himself not only as a musician and a composer and a band leader, but also as, as a soldier. And, of course, when he came back in 1918, he came back to a hero's welcome, and they set up a tour, and they were performing all over the country. By this time, the castle's uh, Vernon had, had, was killed in a flying accident in World War One. but Irene was still doing dance exhibitions and still had a relationship, a musical relationship with her. He passed in 1919 after a concert. He had a very fine drummer, actually two drummers in his group, and there was some kind of argument, and one thing led to another, and he was stabbed backstage after one of his concerts and passed the next day, and uh, not many people know about James Reese, but we should, because in terms of American popular music, we all owe him a tremendous debt of gratitude.